Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Lizzo, Alyssa Milano, Holly Berry, Johnny Depp, Saisha Mikado, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC Up on the train and the radio is all I need In the fuse and celeb news, I let see entertainment, who became famous Number one source of pop culture, radio and not We gon' chase it, that's entertainment Save adolescents from the ghetto town stages Gotta make a change in that's entertainment Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise There is no car, I win cause you plan to lose Smooth Just tuning in for the first time, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure you want to tune in each time, every week, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, we, I'm just opening the chat room as well, so if you also want to post a comment in there, I can read it live on the air, so the chat room is officially open. Also, if you like us, Follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain in the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 81 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone out there listening all over the world and here in the United States. Thank you once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, last time we spoke, the last time we talked, is about two weeks ago. As you know, I live in here in New York City, and our governor, Andrew Cuomo, at the time was supposed to be either resigning or they, he uh, faced the, the, uh, the, the he, they were going to impeach him. But now we found out that he did, did desi- decide to resign, and now he's been replaced by the lieutenant governor, Kathy Hochul, who, is be- who she became the first woman to ever govern the state of New York. So she is in his place. Also, um, prayers for Haiti. Right now they had a devastating earthquake a couple of days ago. They were, the southwest corner of the island was hit very hard. Uh, also, on top of that, the hurricane uh, came through, tropical storm came through, drenched everything, and 
we just have to send prayers for them. They are in short supplies of water, medical supplies, just basic necessities, and uh, hopefully they get everything that they need. So uh, prayers up for uh, Haiti. Well, how's everybody doing? You know, today is Wednesday, it's hump day, a couple more days before the weekend is here, and we have a lot to talk about as usual. This week we're going to be talking about Lizzo, how she um, had to go after her haters again in an emotional charge new video. She talks about how she worked so hard to put this brand new music out, and people are uh, also t- body shaming her uh, The racists are coming out in full force And um, she got on social media saying that uh, she works so hard But she feels like she puts so much energy And that she feels like the world doesn't love her back And Cardi B, she and Cardi B has a, a new single out called Rumors The video came out and uh, it has like a little um, Hercules theme uh, to the video and her and Cardi B came to her defense and I'll tell you what she said and uh, Facebook is also is going to protect Lizzo and I'll tell you how they're going to go about doing that Alyssa Milano you know from Charm and Who's the Boss well she just saved her uncle's life after a car accident they were in a car accident um, her uncle suffered a, a medical situation and she was able to save him. We're going to be talking about that. Also, Halle Berry has landed in some legal trouble over her new movie. Uh, one a, a former UFC fighter is suing her. I'll tell you why. Also, Johnny Depp admits that he is feeling boycotted by Hollywood uh, in a very le- illegal feud with his uh, ex Amber Heard. I'll tell you that. And also. Uh, um, American Idol alumni, Saisha Mercado. Uh, this is such a sad story. Uh, just a couple of days ago, she and her partner was with her newborn baby, and she was stopped in Florida by a sheriff, and they ended up taking her baby for reasons that she said was not true. Not only her uh, the, the son was taken away, but they were trying to take the daughter away as well. And it was so heartbreaking, the what she and her partner had posted on social media. But we're going to talk about that. And now everybody's doing, they're creating a GoFund page to help cover her legal fees uh, during this situation. A very heartbroken story. And that's just the tip of what we're going to be covering today. Also, uh also, uh, Chris Evans, uh, you know, Captain America, Chris Evans, he has a new project out, but social media users are not happy with him. I'll tell you the reason behind that. And ahead of her, the release of her forthcoming documentary, Selma Blair is sharing some good news about her multiple sclerosis. So let's get started. Uh, again, Lizzo has gone after the haters again. In an emotional charge new video, the rapper went live on YouTube on Sunday, August 15th, to attack trolls that can't say anything nice about her in a 12-minute video. She was wiping tears from her eyes at the top of the footage, and this is what she said, quote, 
on the days that I should be the happiest, I just feel so down. I work so hard. I've been working triple time, doing 12 hours a day of promos and interviews, going to the studio with a uh, effing root canal. I'm putting so much love and energy into the world, and sometimes I feel like the world don't love me back. Unquote. Now, Lizzo admitted that the negativity surrounding the release of her new Cardi B collaboration rumors have come thick and fast, with racist critics fast-shaming her and accusing her of catering to white audiences. Yeah, they were calling her mammy and everything. It's just awful. Um she also said that there are a lot of hurtful words that trigger a lot of deep feelings for her that day, and she says she's going to keep on bringing the music out and she's going to keep on doing what she want to do. And she said it's just an honest moment, but she's okay. And she said she told her haters have a good day, stream. No, she told her fans have a good day, stream fans, and f the haters. That's what this song is all about. And God bless you. Now, Cardi responded to her fellow rapper's heartbreaking video saying, quote, when you stand up for yourself, they claim you're, you're problematic and sensitive. When you don't, they tear you apart until you're crying like this. Whether you're skinny, big, plastic, they're going to they're gonna always try to put their insecurities on you. Remember, these are nerds looking at the popular table, unquote. And she's absolutely right. You know, um, and I said this on my show probably a thousand times. I remember Beyonce, um, Queen B, she got her haters too, said a couple of years ago that for every thousands of people who hate you, talk about you, say nasty things, there's always a thousand that love you. So there's always going to be people that can't stand you. They're going to hate. They're going to talk about you. But you remember, you still got a lot more fans out there that love and adore you. And I happen to agree with Cardi. You know, this is just another way to bring another artist down. And, you know, a lot of people said that older old school artists, I should say, used to say that they were so glad that social media wasn't around when they were uh when they were hot and they were out here popping and and doing their thing and they were on the top of their game. They said they were so glad that they didn't have social media back then because they they some of the things that they went through and gone through in their personal life and professional life some of them wouldn't think how how they would deal with it. But uh, this is the way the the way the world that we live in. Uh, people always gotta put their two cents in there. People don't have nothing else better to do but to talk about people, to judge, to hate, and you gotta keep on keeping on, you know. And they can't stand that, you know what I mean? They can't stand when you ignore them and you keep pressing on. So uh, Cardi B was right to just keep, Lizzo keep doing what you're doing. Hold your head up high. So you're always going to have somebody going to hate you. That's that's in and whether you're a recording artist, an entertainer, an actor, everyday people, everyday life. There's always going to be somebody that is jealous or can't stand you for no apparent reason. Don't know you from a can of paint, but apparently they hate. So that that's just the way of the world. Um, Facebook 
is protecting Lizzo uh, from these online trolls. Uh, it was reported that the social media platform is removing accounts hating on the rumor of FMC as well as their uh, hurtful comments just days after she, again, cheerfully addressed her haters. Revealing the news uh, was TMZ and sources at the company, which own Instagram, told the outlet that they already deleted a number of hateful remarks from Lizzo's Facebook and Instagram posts and will continue to do so. The Facebook sources additionally informed they also take down accounts of those who continue breaking community guidelines around hate speech, harassment, and bullying. Alyssa Milano might have saved her uncle's life after a car accident, which could have turned out worse. The actress and her uncle got into a scary situation early Tuesday morning in Los Angeles. The Phoebe Hollandwell of Charms was sitting in the passenger seat when her uncle, Mitch, who drove a Ford Edge, suffered a medical emergency behind the wheel. Now, Mitch fell unconscious as he appeared to have a heart attack. This caused the SUV to drift to another lane and hit another vehicle. Thanks to Alyssa quit thinking, it came to a stop. And according to TMZ, while her uncle passed out, she quickly reached over him and used her hands to slam the brakes to stop the car. Alyssa even performed CPR on her uncle until first responders took over. And according to the California Highway Patrol press release, two Los Angeles Police Department units arrived at the scene. Mitch was later transported to the hospital while the 48-year-old actress was picked up by her husband, David Bugleri. Now, the press release also noted that two good Samaritans stopped to help. Alyssa uh, Camp tell TMZ that she's grateful for everyone who aided her uncle, including first responders and ha- hospital staff. The actress herself was seemingly not seriously injured in the accident that she was able to tweet later on Tuesday night. And this is what she tweeted. She said um, she also took the opportunity to remind people to protect each other by any means necessary while not directly addressing the car accident. And this is what she tweeted. She said, quote, we should all take every opportunity we have to protect the people we love. Get vaccinated, wear masks, lock up your guns, learn CPR, small common sense action. It's not hard to take care of each other, but it is important, unquote. And that is so true. We always focus on negativity, just like with the prior story with Lizzo. We're always focusing on the BS. Then, but we need to make sure that we're taking care of the people that we love, and that's so important. And just like with the virus and we're wearing masks and everything, you have to protect the people that you love. You know, there's so many families who have not been vaccinated, who care not to get vaccinated, and they have small children at home. I, I, I was reading about a mother who has a 3-year-old, and her husband had vaccinated, but she refused to take it. And he was telling her, you know, don't if you don't want to get the vaccination for me, get it for your three-year-old daughter because there's no there's no vaccination for anybody or any children under 12 years or old under, and it's running rapid. And a lot of schools across the nation have started. And they and some of these schools that started early who are already in school. A lot of those states that they're going to school in don't have a mass mandate, and they're getting infected and they're getting sick. So, yeah, again, stop focusing on the BS. 
you know, it, it's scary out here. We don't, you know, we got to focus on protecting ourselves and our loved ones and stop hating on people. You know, that's not important. Um, right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're, learning, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Make sure you follow us and like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertainment. One that's T H A T S entertained is the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Uh, Holly Berry has landed in legal trouble over Bruise. That's um, her new movie. Uh, the Oscar-winner actress is sued by a former UFC fighter by the name of Kat Zingano for allegedly breaking a promise to cast her for the upcoming Netflix movie. In the lawsuit, Zingano claimed she met with Berry in July of 2019 to talk about a movie that the latter would be directing and um, the mixed martial artist-born Kathleen Deborah Albert says she was told she was a perf- she was perfect for the role in the movie. Showing interest in making her acting debut, Zengato was told by Barry to keep her schedule clear because filming was about to start. And around the t- same time, she was uh, contacted by UFC about a big fight offer. Oh, we got an Amber Alert here. Okay. And, uh, okay, there's an Amber Alert out here. Uh, anyway, um, as she, Zingano, was told by Barry to keep her schedule clear. She showed interest in making her acting debut, but Zingano was told by Barry to keep her schedule clear because filming was about to start. And around the same time, she was contacted by UFC about a big fight offer. Now, Zingano then talked to Barry about the fight offer and claimed Barry advised her to pass on the fight if she wanted to be in the film due to factors linked to liability issues from the film insurers. After agonizing over the decision, Zingano said she eventually picked the movie and turned down the fight, which then led to the termination of her UFC contract. But when Zingano told Barry about her decision not to fight and her subsequent release from the UFC, she was told that she could no longer be involved in the project because she was no longer fighting in the UFC. So Halle Berry allegedly told her that the movie could not work with UFC fighters. Now, Zingano, who is currently a Bellator fight, add in the lawsuit that Barry subsequently cut off all communications from her. She is now suing for damages over the broken promise that caused her to miss out on other lucrative career opportunities. Uh, it's unclear what was the role offered to Zingano, but Barry starred in the lead role as an MMA fighter called uh, named Jackie Justice in the movie Bruce. The 55-year-old who also made her directorial debut with the sport drama recently told Entertainment Weekly that the film was initially pitched with Blake Lively in mind, but Lively decided in her own time that it wasn't for her. 
That's why you can't keep, you can't give, you can't promise people certain things if you can't deliver. You can't do it because they're going to hold you accountable. This woman decides, hey, you know, this is a great opportunity for me to star in a movie. Just to, and then I and she and, and was, she was caught in between a hard uh, a hard rock. Uh, that she, at the same time she was due to do a fight, and the fight was was going to conflicted with the scheduling of the movie. So here she's like trying to say, well, do I do the movie? Do I do my fight? You know what? Well, I'm gonna do the movie because here's like a good opportunity to make to make my movie debut. Just to turn around and for them to say, well, you know what? Then you can't fight. You you're out of your, con- your contract. You you're gone. You're out of here. So, and now Halle Berry saying now you can't do be in the movie because you no longer have that. You're not a UFC fighter anymore. That is. I tell you, you cannot make promises that you can't keep, that you can't deliver. And um, what was Holly thinking? Because, you know, yeah, she might have been good for the role, but I think that would be something that the director or the people who's in charge of the movie or Netflix to make that decision. I don't know if Holly had that executive. Maybe, maybe you know, because she was a star of the movie, she had the executive right to to do that, I don't know, but yeah, this is not, this is not looking good. But uh, hopefully everything work out. But again, don't make promises you can't deliver because people will hold you accountable. People will hold you accountable. Uh, Johnny Depp admits to feeling boycotted by Hollywood amid his lengthy and messy legal feud with his ex, Amber Heard. In a new interview, the actor expressed his disappointment that his new film, Minamata, has yet to be released in the U.S. Minamata film director Andrew Levedas himself had previously accused MGM of burying the movie due to Johnny's ongoing personal problem in an open letter published in July. In it, he claimed to the Times that the studio was concerned that the personal issues of an actor in the film could reflect negatively upon them. He also accused MGM of failing in its moral obligation to release the film. Now, Johnny lost a libel case in November 2020 against The Sun. The suit concerned a headline alleging that he was a wife beater following his split from Amber. He is also entangled in a separate case with his ex-wife over her uh, pledge to donate her $7 million divorce settlement to charity. He recently scored a victory as, as he seeks to discover whether the Aquaman actress made good on her promise to donate the money. The film follows photographer William Eugene Smith, played by Johnny, who tried to highlight the effects of mercury poisoning on residents of Minamata, Japan, in the 1970s. In 1971, William, who already had a storied career as a war reporter, joined forces with young Japanese correspondent Aileen, played by Minami Hanabe, uh, to investigate a case of widespread mercury poisoning which came to be known as Minamata disease after the name of the town it had most affected. And uh, 
Saisha Mikado has received a lot of financial backing from fans to regain custody of her first child. Months after creating a GoFundMe page to help her cover legal fees, the American Idol alum managed to raise over $300,000. The 34-year-old singer-songwriter launched a fundraising page back in April. The campaign has now reached 375000 far more than took from more than 2,000 donors, making it surpass its original goal, which was 200,000. On the page, uh, Saisha described that she, when she went to the hospital with the intention to get her son some fluids while transitioning from extended breastfeeding to being bottle-fed, um, she added that on March 11th, her son was forcefully and legally kidnapped kidnapped from her and her partner by CPS, Child Protection Service, who claim they refused to give their son a B12 shot that was a matter of life and death, and she said that was absolutely a lie. She said, quote, we never refused a B12 shot, and at no point was he on the verge of death. Our son has since been placed with a white foster family without interviewing qualified relatives or friends of our family for placement while they investigate. She said, we are given limited information and presently only have weekly Zoom visitation for an hour with our son with no court order stating these visitation limitations. Now, while she still is engaged in a legal battle for custody of her 15-month-old son, Saisha had her newborn daughter taken by Monte County Sheriff deputies on Wednesday, um, on August 11, following a roadside safety check. And in a confrontation recorded on Instagram Live by her partner, Tyron Diener, deputies indicated that the couple didn't notify authorities about the baby girl. The deputies went on to give Saisha and Tyron a court order to turn over the baby for a hospital checkup. The pair, however, however told the deputy that the, the, the baby had to be had been seen by the doctor the day before. And they also claimed they were on their way with the baby to the sheriff's office at 8 a.m. on Wednesday, and they were told no one was available. And before uh, caseworkers took the baby, she started screaming, and Saisha breast. She was breastfeeding her, and she was providing authorities with a bottle of breast milk. The musician tearfully told caseworkers as they repeatedly asked her to put the baby in the car. She said that they had no heart. She said the baby is just days old, and you're taking the baby away from me. She said that her baby is healthy and happy. And you, you, if you haven't seen the uh, the post, the it's, it's just heartbreaking. Uh, it's just really heartbreaking. And she can't even go with the baby. I mean, it's just insane. You know, the baby is just a couple of days old. That's the crucial time for a baby, where the baby needs his mother. That the baby needs the mother's nourishment, and you're just gonna. T- it's it's just so heartbreaking. It's just so so heartbreaking. Uh, right now we have here uh, 27 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, Chris Evans. Apparently social media users are not happy with him, with, especially with his new project. I'll tell you why. 
And ahead of the release of her forthcoming documentary, Selma Blair is sharing some good news about her multiple sclerosis. Also, uh, after taking a bullet for Lady Gaga's Precious Pups, the star's dog walker is in need of financial assistance. And um, you, just last week, uh, two uh, baseball teams played at the historical field of dreams which was in the movie which starred kevin costner well now they're thinking about streaming a series based on the 1989 baseball classic and uh megan markle seems to want to prove that there's no bad blood between her and kate middleton by collaborating on a new project all those stories are more coming up after the break so don't go anywhere Is okay with 
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. got 27 minutes left remaining in the show that was new music from the weekend and take my breath before we went to the music break i was telling you about chris evans a social media user are not happy with him and his new project after it was reported that the captain america depictor is working alongside actor filmmaker mark casson and entrepreneur joe kiani for influence and power in the middle east a six-part series that will explore america's past present and future in the region, people were quick to point out a glaring issue they had with the project. Despite the series' intention to highlight the generations of people who have been impacted by decades of war and instability in the region, the show is dominated by figures from the U.S. government, including Ambassador John Bolton, Secretary of Defense Leon Panetti, Panetta and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Taking the Twitter, people criticized the lack of Middle East and North African uh, voices attached to the series. Uh, one user went on for as dubbing the show as a CIA propaganda. They said uh, the the said user wrote quote that Chris Evans CIA propaganda show is hella gross gross teak. Um, another dis. Uh, Smay at the project tweeted that, uh, quote, Chris Evan, a white guy with the other white friends, are making a show to tell all us about MENA, which is about the Middle East, that, which is an acronym for Middle East and North African folks, what is really happening in our country, straight from the mouths of the architects of those who have destroyed our region. And a third slammed the Knives Out star for the ignorance, saying, quote, really, Chris the last thing we need right now is more white folks talk, talking to us about the Middle East and if they ever had a place there to begin with. Use your money to fund MENA creators and storytellers instead, unquote. Now, neither Evans nor his collaborators have responded to the backlash. The series will air exclusively on the Actors Production Company website, www.startingpoint.com, on August 30th. And ahead of the release of her forthcoming documentary, Selma Blair is sharing good news about her multiple sclerosis. The 49-year-old actress who was diagnosed with a chronic immune disease in 2018 says she is now in remission. On Monday, Blair appeared virtually at the Television Critics Association panel in support of the upcoming Disney Plus documentary, Introducing Selma Blair revealing to reporters that after a year of dealing with intense physical challenges from MS, she opted for a hematopoietic stem cell transplant, which uses stem cells derived from bone marrow, uh, peripheral blood, or umbilical cord blood, and an aggressive course of chemotherapy to restart her immune system. Now, Blair says she's been doing well for the last few months, but waited to share the news publicly. Last week, she showed her love and support for her The Sweetest Thing co-star, Christina Applegate, after the actress revealed her own MS diagnosis. Introducing Selma Blair, which debuts on October 15 in theaters and begins streaming October 21st on Discovery+. 
And after taking a bullet for Lady Gaga's precious pups, the star dog walker is in need of financial assistance. Ryan Fisher, who was shot earlier this year while walking the, sh- uh, the singer's three dogs, is seeking $40,000 to cover travel and living expenses after leaving Hollywood to focus on strengthening his emotional and mental health. The Hollywood Defector has set up a GoFundMe fundraising campaign to fund a heading healing trip, rather, since his ordeal. And while walking the Oscar, Golden Globe, and Grammy winner French Bulldogs, Koji and Gustave, in Los Angeles on February 24, Fisher was shot in the chest by two unknown assailants who left him for dead. Another dog named Asia was able to escape the three deadly dog snatchers. The two stolen dogs were returned two days later after Lady Gaga offered a $500,000 reward. And according to the Associated Press, five suspects were ultimately arrested in connection with the incident after a woman returned the dog safely. Those arrested reportedly weren't aware the dog belonged to the poker face singer and targeted the animals for their high value. Fisher, who first spoke about his recovery back in March when he recounted the ordeal from his hospital bed, explained that he now needs to be devoted to strengthening his emotional and mental health. And... Um, Following the shooting, uh, Lady Gaga, with a reported net worth of $150 million, posted a message to Fisher on her Instagram account saying, quote, I continue to love you, Ryan Fisher. You risk your life to fight for our family. You're forever a hero, unquote. And if you film it, they will watch. That's the game plan for a streaming series inspired by the 1989 baseball classic Field of Dreams, which starred Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, and Amy Madigan. Variety reports that NBC Peacock's streaming service had green-lighted the show being penned by Michael Schur, whose resume include The Office and Park and Recreation. Yankee fans were treated to a look back at the Field of Dreams last week when Major League Baseball arranged a game between the Bronx Bombers and the Chicago White Sox in a Dyerville, Iowa cornfield where the film was set. The Yankees came out on the losing end of that nail-biting showdown, which was viewed by more fans than any baseball any other baseball game since 2005. Costner was in attendance. And Meghan Markle seemed to be, want to prove that there's no bad blood between her and Kate Middleton by collaborating on a project. The Duchess of Sussex is reported to have reached out to her sister-in-law to talk about Kate's possible involvement in an upcoming Netflix documentary. While Kate usually follows a more standard route when it comes to publicizing her royal duties, the insider claimed that she has considered Meghan's offer. Back in September of 2020, Meghan and her husband, Prince Harry, signed a multi-year contract with Netflix to create original content for the platform, including documentaries, movies, series, and children programming. They were offered nearly $100 million for the deal. The partnership named Archwell Productions was one of the first they agreed to after stepping down as senior members of the royal family in March the same year. Upcoming projects include the docuseries Heart of Aviticus, which Harry will appear on and executive produce, as well as Pearl, an animated show that Meghan will executive produce. 
Ryan Reynolds has confirmed a Free Guy sequel is on the way two days after the blockbuster hits theaters in the United States. The actor played a bank teller who set out to save his friends from deletion when he learns he's a character inside a video game in the film, which opened with a 51 million haul at the global box office. And now Ryan has told fans that Disney chiefs are keen to make a follow-up. He tweeted, and after three years messaging Free Guy as an original IP movie, Disney confirmed today they officially want a sequel. Woo-hoo, hashtag irony. Director Sean Levy posted Ryan's big reveal on his own Twitter account and commented with, yup. The news was also retreated by 20th Century, uh, I'm sorry, 20th Century Studios. The movie was released on Friday, August 13th after a number of delays caused by the coronavirus pandemic, and Ryan recently admitted he was desperate for audience to see the film in theaters because it's such a unique experience. The film co-starring Killing Eve actress Jodie Comer has taken the top spot at the U.S. box office with a $28.4 million opening weekend. Leading thriller, Don't Breathe 2, Jungle Cruise, Aretha Franklin biopic, Respect, and The Suicide Squad is in the top five. An officer and a gentleman star, Deborah Winger, quit 1992 baseball movie, A League of Their Own, after learning that Madonna had been hired. The Oscar-nominated actress revealed she trained with the Chicago Cubs for three months before walking away from the film. She was replaced by Gina Davis. Winger told The Telegraph in a new interview she wasn't impressed when director Penny Marshall cast a pop superstar. The film went on to become a classic, and now it has spawned a new TV series, which is set to debut next year, but Winger has no regrets. And this is what she said. She said, quote, as entertaining as it was, you don't walk away going, wow, those women did that. You kind of go, is that true? Unquote. The movie, which also features Tom Hanks and Rosie O'Donnell, follow a fictional team in the real-life All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, which launched during World War II. Rosie O'Donnell confirmed her return to the upcoming TV revival. She's expected to make a guest appearance as a bartender at the local gay bar. Barbara Streisand would have loved to see Beyonce and Will Smith in a new version of A Star is Born. The tragic show business saga has been told four times on screen to date. The 1937 and 1954 film were about two movie stars on opposite career trajectories. While the 1976 version starring Streisand and Chris Christopherson was about two singers. The 2018 Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper movie, which the Silver Lining Playbook star also directed, depicted the two lead characters as singers, too. And though Barbara initially seemed to praise the newest version, noting it's a good movie, it's going to be a hit, it seems she had changed her mind and considered the most recent attempt at A Star is Born the wrong idea. She told Australian talk series The Sunday Project over the weekend, saying, quote, At first, when I heard it was going to be done again, it was supposed to be Will Smith and Beyonce, and I thought, that's interesting. Really make it different again, different kind of music, integrated actors. I thought that was a great idea, so I was surprised when I saw how alike that the 2018 film was to the version that I did in 1976. 
Streisand, who scooped a Best Original Song Oscar for the 1976 A Star Is Born, love theme Evergreen, thought it was the wrong idea, and that she can't argue with the success, but she don't care so much about the success as she do for originality. So in other words, it was kind of the same type of theme, same type of storyline as what she did when Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper did it. So she was hoping they would change it a little bit, you know, put African-American actors instead. Or And, and Will Smith coming from hip-hop and Beyonce doing um, R&B and pop, It would it, it, I could see where it would be a little more interesting and to put a different spin on the movie, something different. But it ended up being just about the same. Uh, right now we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. Wow, time is moving. I'm going to go ahead and take another break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere.
That was the latest from Shakira and Don't Wake Me Up. Right now we have about 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, fans of The Real Housewood of Dallas will not see the ladies of the Lone Star State next year. Bravo announced on Tuesday, August 17, that the reality TV show will not be returning to TV in 2022, much to fans' disappointment. Uh, They said that there's currently no plans to bring The the Real Housewives of Dallas back next year. The network uh, confirmed. And when it comes to the possibility of future seasons, premiering at a later date, Bravo stated that nothing official has been decided. The last season of the show starred uh, Carrie uh, Brittingham, Stephanie Holman, Brandy Redmond, Deandra Simmons, and Cameron Westcott. The show also featured Dr. Tiffany Moon, who joined the cast most recently. Bravo created Real Housewives of Dallas back in 2015, marking the ninth installment in Bravo's Real Housewives franchise. The first season aired the next year, starring Hallman and Redman and Carrie Duber, Tiffany Hendra, and Leanne Locken. The Real Housewives franchise itself was launched in March of 2006, with The Real Housewives of Orange County being the first show to air. The Real Housewives of New York City and The Real Housewives of Atlanta later followed in 2008. The Real Housewives of New Jersey aired in 2009, while The Real Housewives of D.C. and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills followed in 2010. The Real Housewives of Miami premiered in 2011, and The Real Housewives of Potomac and... The Real Housewives of Dallas first aired in 2016 with The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City premiering in 2020. Wow, large franchise. Nicole Kidman admitted that the responsibility of filming during the COVID-19 pandemic caused her an enormous amount of stress. The actress worked on her new Hulu series, Nine Perfect Strangers, in Australia during the pandemic, and while promoting the show, she opened up on the new safety protocols. She told the Sydney Morning Herald that there was a a lot of stress being responsible for people's safety and health, and she said there was testing, mask wearing, and if someone had a sore throat, even if the test came back negative, they rescheduled or they shut down. They couldn't put anyone at risk, and it got through without one case, which is extraordinary. The bombshell star admitted that if she and the other producers knew about the stresses of shooting the show, Nine Perfect Stranger may have not have happened. Based on the 2018 novel by Big Little Lies author Leanne Moriarty, the eight-episode series followed the exploits of nine strangers who escaped to a wellness retreat run by Nicole's character. The cast also featured Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Carnival, and Luke Evans. Saweetie insists that people should respect each other as she opened up on homophobia within the rap community. The rapper says all people are equal and call for more to be done to stop the spread of hate towards marginalized groups. Her comments come after the star was asked about the baby's insensitive comments about the LGBTQ community and those with HIV AIDS at Rolling Loud Festival in Miami last month. Speaking about her LGBTQ fans, the best friend Hitmaker tells people, quote, that I think that's it, that it's important that we all respect each other. We all believe the same. We're all human beings. I was raised in a household that believes in respecting everyone, no matter who they are, no matter what they do, because at the end of the day, we're all equal. We all need to 
call out what we're uncomfortable with. We need to call out what we stand for and what we believe is right, unquote. So Weedy's comments come after the baby seemingly deleted his apology to the LGBTQ community that he had posted on Instagram. The post read, quote, I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV-AIDS, and I knew education of this is important. Love to all. God bless. Unquote. Little Mix appear to be teasing new music to mark their 10th anniversary. The chart-topping girl group comprising of Perry Edwards, Jay Thurwall, and Leanne Pennock and formerly Jesse Nelson will be celebrating the milestone this Thursday with a surprise on the wave for fans. Sharing a throwback montage including pictures of the Sweet Melody hitmakers as a four-piece, the girls tweeted, quote, Thursday along with a white love heart emoji. And sharing a throwback montage include pictures of the Sweet Melody hitmakers as a um I'm sorry, Lil Mix shot the fame on the X Factor UK in 2011, and they are one of the most successful acts from the talent show. Uh, Jesse quit the group in December 2020 after almost a decade and stated that being part of the band had really taken a toll on her mental health. The singer is currently gearing up to launch her solo career and her imminent debut single, which she has shared a preview of on social media. Earlier this month, the star removed all her posts on Instagram, unfollowed everyone, and changed her profile picture to a hot pink color. After signing with Polydor, she'd been sharing pictures and videos from the, the studio, and in a recent update, she suggested that it would be long before fans hear what she's been working on. Alongside two bikini snaps of her catching rays in the garden, the music star wrote on her Instagram, quote, New Era Pending. And Madonna is celebrating the 40th anniversary of her recording debut by signing a massive new deal with Warner Brothers Group Bosses. She will launch a multi-year catalog series personally curating deluxe re-releases of her most famous album beginning in 2022, while WMG will now represent the pop superstar's entire body of work across music and publishing. According to the press release, this partnership marked the revitalization of a decade-long relationship with Warner that began with the release of Madonna's debut singer, single in 1982. The deal encompasses her entire Fire Maverick Warner catalog, including global smash hits such as Madonna's Like a Virgin, True Blue, Like a Prayer, and Ray of Light. It also includes her three most recent studio albums, MDNA, Rebel Heart, and Madonna, Madam X, I'm sorry, which will join the Warner catalog beginning in 2025. All in all, the new packs include 17 studio albums plus singles, song tracks recording, live albums, and compilations. The deal comes as Madonna prepares to release her highly anticipated documentary, Madam X, on streaming site Paramount Plus in October and MTV. Filmed in Lisbon, Portugal, the film captured one of the pop icon's most famous performances. And uh, rapper Iggy Azalea has called for record label executives to hire in-house psychologists to support their artists. Iggy wants music voices to step up and take responsibility for the mental well-being of their acts because she feels every artist has struggled with the level of hate and pressure, just like we were speaking earlier about Lizzo. 
Uh, the Black Widow hitmaker called on Lucien Grange, Universal Music Group Chairman and CEO, and Sony Music Group Chairman and CEO of Sony Music Entertainment, Rob Stringer, to lead the way when it comes to mental health support. The rapper who has a 14-month-old son, Onyx Kelly, with ex-boyfriend Playboy Carti, released her third and apparently, apparently final album last week. And classic rock band Kiss and Journey has announced upcoming residencies in Las Vegas beginning in December of 2021. The rock and roll all-night hitmakers will play 12 shows at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Frontman Gene Simmons told Rolling Stone that band members opted for the Sin City residence for financial reasons and because it's less demanding than a full-scale tour. Instead of hosting their usual backstage meet and greet, they will be allowing fans to be part of the band's sound check. Later this week, uh, KISS will resume their End of the Road tour, which extends into 2022 and will run concurrently with the residency. Uh, Meanwhile, Journey will be playing a six-date residency at the Theater at uh, Virgin Hotel, Las Vegas, beginning on December 1st. Uh, Last month, they played their first show. Last month in July, they played their first show in more than two years at Chicago's Oregon's Ballroom with a new lineup of guitarist Neil uh, uh, Scon, keyboardist Jonathan Cain, singer Arnell Panetta, and bassist Marco Mendoza and former drummer Dean Castronovo, who left the band in 2015. They also headlined Chicago's uh, Lollapalooza Festival on July 31st. Wow. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. It was a fast hour. It seemed like the hour was going faster and faster. Um Make sure you guys stay safe. Make sure you take care of yourself. You take care of your family, your friends. You take care of each other. I will talk to you next time. Take care.